Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Bibliotech On Air. I'm Rosanna and today we have a very exciting episode. As you know, we like to dedicate some of our episodes to getting to know our Bibliotech staff, which is why today we have our outreach team on the podcast, who you may recognize from certain events that Bibliotech attends throughout the year. And if everyone could uh, introduce themselves and their title. Uh, this is Carlos Soceda. I'm the Community Outreach Coordinator for Bibliotech. Yes, I'm um, Shelby. I am the Digital Media Specialist and Outreach Team Lead. I'm Hasiel, and I am Outreach. Uh, what, the, what is the title? <laughs> what is the title anyways? Like I go out. It's Tech <laughs> Assistant. Tech outreach. Assistant. Tech I, assistant. I am the Outreach Tech Assistant. I am Outreach. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Outreach. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on today. Thank you for having us. Um, so let's go ahead and just get right into these questions. So when did each of you join the outreach team or were y'all part of it from the start? Uh, I guess I'll start with that with that question. Um, so I joined Bibliotech back in August 2014, and I was part of the initial team for outreach. And we were... <clears throat> it was kind of designed to go out and introduce Bibliotech to the community, to different schools. Uh, so that particular program, it was called Bibliotech EDU, ironically. Uh, and then we actually, we went out to, I believe, to 20 different schools, uh, including high schools, middle schools, uh, elementary schools. And we would just register students. We would, you know, do presentations. Uh, through that project, we actually ended up registering about 25,000 uh oh wow students yeah that's a good chunk of it was a lot yeah. it was a it was a lot of hard work we would go to events and uh we would maybe get you know 2000 registrations in one day and then we have to do a lot of data entry and uh but it was fun it was it was uh, a lot of fun just introducing bibliotech and at that point it was brand new i think bibliotech had been around for about a year and uh it was just Really exciting, you know, introducing the concept to to people, people that had never heard of Bibliotech before, and just really being able to educate the public about it. Mm -hmm. So it was it was a lot of fun. That's cool. That's a really fun way to start outreach. Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, throwing us kind of in, into the deep end because we went and uh, there was a lot of media coverage uh, about Bibliotech at the time, so people were excited to, to you know to listen to our presentation, uh, use our resources. And we were actually, at that time, we were giving away uh, to the different schools like 25 different devices. So mm -hmm. digital, really digital media was not really being used in libraries at that, at that time. So for us to go there and introduce the, you know, this brand new resource where people can download books, it was just amazing to people. And uh, back then we were using, uh, gosh, we were using the, the Nooks. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the glow lights. Yeah. The glow lights, glow lights. So no, it was just a, a Nook glow light, which is essentially like a little, like half of a tablet, and all you could do is just read. And we would have to download the books onto that, you know, through using a computer uh, with a cable and everything. We would have to download the books for for our patrons, and yeah, that's how we, you know, how we started out. So on a technical note. Um, those things were pretty cool because they didn't require internet access. They could glow in the dark. Uh, that was fairly new. Um, and I think they only got phased out because they only supported EPUB files. And a lot of like ebooks and audiobooks were EPUB 3 files. So eventually, oh, like, it became. Oh, that's you know, right. Yeah. yeah. It became irrelevant over time. Unfortunate because now you kind of need internet. 
and some people don't have it. And that's kind of what we're about. So right. know, Bibliotech is just about giving people access. Um, yeah. So uh, I joined in, I think, late June of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much when I joined as an um, outreach tech assistant, um, so part-time. Um, obviously, my position grew from there, uh, given my background and my skills. And I have degrees in um, film and TV production and media studies. So oh, wow. just really wanted to contribute more, yeah, video production and stuff to the to the bibliotech team so yeah that's cool so it sounds like you were perfect to be part of the outreach team especially we'll probably Mm -hmm. get into this a little later but seeing like everything you do for like 90 second newberry alone like that's oh yeah yeah Yeah. and that's really why i wanted to to start working with bibliotech Um, i think carlos made the case when it was first hired like this is a great experience for your you know your portfolio and and to create you know videos and stuff for yeah i remember uh when she first applied for the job i saw her resume and I saw all her accomplishments, her credentials. It's just like it was a perfect fit. So so glad that she's part yeah. of our, Done. our team. I want her on <laughs> yeah. my team. Yeah, exactly. Glad yeah. to be here. Yeah. Let's start that. So I remember joining October 2019. I was going through a lot of the time, so I know exactly the date. It was October 22nd, I think. Something like that. Um, it, was, it was early October. Um, I was already working for Bibliotech for about five years um, and, you know, I think back on my life and I realized that I was building my way up to public speaking because like I took speech class in high school. Um, I went to conventions regularly and one day I said, Hey, what if I did my own uh, little panel? And so I did, and it was a very nerdy thing. It was steampunk. Oh, and cool. yeah, I just asked a few friends if they wanted to go up on stage with me to talk about like the, the culture and like the, the style, the fashion, um and you know start talking like having these conversations about like different cultures and so after that um i got hired a bibliotech i started taking uh linkedin learning courses back then it was linda training and so i just got a lot of certifications on public speaking knowing your audience that kind of thing and so by the time i i applied at outreach i was already kind of ready to go like i was ready to give presentations to people i wanted to be able to relate um and you know empathize with people that are obviously in need and you know uh a lot of the a lot of our audience is uh, very prideful so they kind of don't want to ask for help so you kind of have to uh put it in a way to where you have them understand that we're there to help them out and it would be really beneficial so that's pretty cool so in that way i feel like i was uh really just ready to join outreach we're kind of like the first line of defense with everything that's cool. I like that. And it sounds like y'all really mesh together because obvious, honestly, whenever I think outreach, I'm like, okay, you know, it's Carlos, Shelby, Haciel, Araceli. And then I think y'all just got someone We new, did. So. We did Judy. Uh, Judy Cadenas. We just hired her about, what, three weeks ago? Three, four weeks ago? Maybe about a month. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's good that y'all have like some really, you know, y'all are really well-rounded because y'all are essentially like the face of bibliotech. In a lot of ways, yes. For sure. For sure. Alrighty. So what is a typical day like for y'all? And what are some of the responsibilities that need to be done on a daily basis? Daily basis. So so we're, I was talking to, to Shelby about this and just trying to condense our day. The first thing uh, we get there, we got to find parking. So we <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, a, man. our big struggle. Yep. The struggle start begins when we first arrive. So uh, we're located downtown in the, uh, the courthouse, the main courthouse, or the, at least on the building. Uh, so it takes a while for us to park. So we have to sometimes park far away and, you know, walk to walk to work, which is not, you know, not too bad. But um, just recently, 
they've opened up our uh, central jury for a lot of people. So uh, we're we're seeing about fifteen hundred people right, you know, at eight o'clock in the morning. So the lot was full this morning. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. So uh, we just have to be creative, you know, find parking and you know. Go, go up the elevators just even get to our office sometimes it takes a while yeah um <clears throat> but really uh a big part of my day is um just seeing what requests we receive so you can go through our website through bearbibliotech.org uh click under the outreach tab and you can schedule an event so if you have any type of community event happening if you have like a literacy night if you have uh you know, principal's coffee or whatever the case may be, you can actually schedule us to go out there and go do a presentation. Uh, we also do larger events, and we'll tell you all about those in a little bit. Um, so my my day consists of just kind of planning for those events. Um, we also have partnerships with other uh, county agencies. We have a partnership uh, currently with the university uh, health system, uh, with VIA, uh, of course, we have uh, a c good connection with uh, San Antonio Public Library as well, um, San Antonio Parks and Recreations. Uh, just, just a lot of different entities that we that we work with. Uh, so, a part of it is is kind of just you know keeping track of uh, you know any events that may be coming in, setting up meetings, things like that. Um, another part of that uh, of our day is it's creating marketing uh, and also kind of just providing or creating social media content so that we have to just you know continuously put our brand out there put our name out there and then just you know get people talking about about our resources promoting uh a lot of the programming that's going on at the branches as well mm -hmm. uh that really kind of takes up uh, most of our day right and i think it's uh and this goes for all the branches i think it, at some point it gets difficult to keep it fresh to uh, be promoting our resources under like an, a different light because, you know, you can talk about Claude Library all the time, but uh, I personally make it my job to promote the resources that are less promoted. And that just keeps it exciting for me because, um, you know, we constantly have like in incoming and outgoing apps. And so we want to keep the public in the know. And so hopefully people like follow us a little bit more on social media, like every branch, because everybody's got their own news. And, you know, when a branch is closing, you got to keep them updated, um, like closing for the day. Mm -hmm. But also like any apps that you think that they they might um, benefit from, for sure, keep them in the know. So that's like something that we have to constantly keep thinking about. Like, how do we approach uh, promoting these resources as the outreach team? Because we're the ones that are also going to be going out, you know, so keep it fresh. And I, th I think like just showing up and being like, uh, I guess I guess not keep not feeling bored that you're you're promoting these things because it you want it to be different from what it was last week. Right. Yeah. Same sentiment for me. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of scheduling, um, a lot of social media updates. Um, one of my duties is also to update the website. So we have a very unforgiving website, so that takes some time. Um, but yeah, marketing content, um, obviously videography and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I also train the new hires. Um, so we're kind of going through that right now as well. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So while Shelby does the video editing and they have been doing a lot of work recently, what is that one program that we've Motion been using? Array. Motion, Motion Array. Motion Array. So they've, cool. They've touched up on that like a lot more than I have. Um, Shelby does video editing and so I do animations. And so a lot of my, uh, job includes like just a lot of brainstorming. 
because uh, again, keeping it fresh, I have to find new ways and like also shortcuts to make something happen. So any of the gifts that you see on the website, I probably came up with. And so that can entail like drawing it. Um, what is it called? Um, starting from nothing and animating it bit by bit or using some of the software that we have available, which I just learned that we still are offering, which is pretty neat. Like the Adobe software, everybody has access to it as long as you show up to one of the branches. And I think that's cool. So yeah, we have a very creative team. Like there's never a dull moment. No, like, just like, like you said, the website alone, you said it's pretty unforgiving, but mm -hmm. it's pretty, it, it, anytime we notice the changes, we're like, oh, wow. Oh yeah. That's really well done, you know? Thanks. We try. So, <laughs> Thanks. We do try. As unforgiving as you made it sound, y'all do a good job with that. And, and we, you know, we really like to come out to the branches as well and just really kind of soak in what you guys do. So I know, it, you know, you guys are uh, dealing with the public on a daily basis. You know, here you're dealing with, with a lot of students. Um, and we, we get a little taste of that when we do presentations, but not on a daily basis, unfortunately. But uh, we definitely like to get out and, and experience what you guys are going through. And uh, we like to go out to the different branches and participate in programming and uh, and assist any way that we possibly can. You know, it's 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 a definitely a team effort. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And we will be back after these messages. Check out our new e-magazines available exclusively on the Cloud Library app. Over 7,000 e-magazines to choose from, unlimited checkouts, and you can keep your checkouts for as long as you'd like. Download your Cloud Library app today. And now we're back. Alrighty, so uh, kind of did touch on this a little bit with the previous question, but what is the common goal for bibliotech outreach whenever there is an event for uh, or an event to work? Definitely engage with patrons. <laughs> well, yeah, right? absolutely. Engage with the community. Uh, dealing, yeah, really. I think for for us when we're going out to different events, it's we kind of have to approach these differently because we have, you know, we have some really large events. We have some more intimate events where you know we, we can go to attend a literacy night and there may be five people there uh, or we can go to an event like uh, Dia de los Muertos or Muertos Fest where there's 50,000 people there so our approach of course is gonna it's gonna differ depending on the on the type of event that we're doing uh, so we have to just there's a lot of preparation um, kind of figuring out what it is that we're gonna do what we want to present what we want to promote um, even the way that we approach uh, the our public is going to be different once you have a lot of people attending an, an event there's not a lot of time to you know there's a very short period of time that we have to go and convey your information inform the public on what it is that you who you are what you're offering so um there's different techniques that you can kind of you know execute and in, in being able to really determine the need of the the person that you're talking to so it's kind of asking questions it's not just giving uh, you know, your, your pitch, you know, every single time right. we're boom, bibliotech boom, and this next, is what we're doing. Boom, boom next. You, you can spend an hour talking to someone about all the different resources because we have so many. So for us, it's really listening to what the public is, you know, what the person is looking for. Hey, you know, what is that you like? Uh, hey, I, I like to read books or I like to listen to audiobooks, or I like comics or I like watching movies or whatever the case may be. And then we will let let them know. Well, look, hey, there's this 
a particular resource that we have. It's called Hoopla or Cloud Library or whatever the case. Uh, <clears throat> and that would be kind of an introduction into Bibliotech as a whole. Uh, that way they're not, you know, we're not overloading them with information. They're walking away confused. And, and you know, we want to make it as uh, simple of an experience like it would be to go to a regular library to go check out a book. You know, it's, you, it can't, it doesn't get any easier than that. You can go to a library, you know, go to shelf, pick up the book and then check it out. We want that experience to be the same. Yeah. You have so, to show people that you're listening. Yes. And uh, that it involves like, okay, so I've listened to what you've said. So I think this would benefit you. And then also reassuring them, like, I understand that this is a lot of information. And so that's why, like, when we go out to events, we usually try to take something visual to show them, like, I know there's a lot of information, but here, let me show you the website. Check this out. This is where you can find all the stuff we talked about. If anything, start off with, uh, you know, whichever app you want to suggest. Usually it's Cloud Library because people want to read books and be like, this is like our, what they say, bread and butter. Yeah. Um, so this is where you can start, but you can like look at all these apps and see which ones you really want to use for starters. You do not have to use all of them. That is definitely a lot of, a lot of resources that we offer. But, you know, for starters, and so it's reassurance, you know, just let them know that, uh, that there is a lot that we offer, but um, it doesn't have to be super complicated. You can start off simple. And if you have questions, we have like a chat feature. You can call any one of the branches because it's all like, you know, system wide. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also have tutorials. So it's all there. You just have to show them where everything is. And instead of just giving them a bunch of words, when you show them visually, they're like, OK, I kind of get it now. Right. So, yeah. And it's cool because I really like that. It's you know, you don't want to just talk at them. You want to engage with them. You mm -hmm. want to talk with them, get to know them a little bit, and even in that short amount of time. It so is. I, I kind of like that. That's something I might want to keep in mind for, like, the next uh, event I might go to with Bibliotech West. Like, you know, just kind of, yeah. like, gear them towards maybe one resource and then just be like, here you go. We have more, but so you're check really, this one out. In the way that we've, we've kind, of, uh, <clears throat> kind of envisioned this, it's you really just have maybe a, a window, three to five minute window to go in there and present whatever it is that you, so we, we found that it's more effective to ask questions, to actually engage in a conversation. It's like, hey, you know, welcome to Bibliotech. We're a digital library. Uh, we have a lot of different resources. What do you like to do? You know, what do you like to read? How do you, uh, you know, how do you consume content? You know, so do you, are you a, a visual person? Do you, you know, you enjoy movies? Do you like reading? Do you like listening to, to mm -hmm. a story? And then we'll go and, and kind of cater uh, a bibliotech specific for them. Yeah, I remember working at at South. People would come in with just very general questions. What is this place? What can I do here? And then so you're like, well, what do you want to do? You know, let me let me help you out. So yeah. like the moment that people walk in, same concept, you know, like they want to like this concept might be new to them, very foreign. And so you kind of have to, uh, I guess, start off uh, seeing if we can help them out with what they want to do. Like they come here with some sort of idea as to what what it's capable of. So uh, what is it called? Uh, honing in on on what they're looking to do and most likely we'll be able to do it you know some people still don't know that we do ged testing and that's something that we have to get out there so mm -hmm. um and so i say like even if you don't need it if you know somebody who who like need wants to take their ged test you know we have these resources so yeah Alrighty. so how has the outreach team played a part in expanding bibliotech to four branches across the city with more to come soon Wow. Okay. That's a great. <laughs> uh, well, we do work uh, directly with the branches. Uh, we assist with, uh, with the opening. So 
I've actually been part of three different branches opening, uh, starting with West. Uh, when I first joined Bibliotech, South had already opened and had been around for about a year. Uh, but I was able to see the opening for West, the opening for the Art East branch, and now our, the EDU branch, which is incredible. Um, <clears throat> so for us, it's really working directly with the with the branch managers to see how we can assist in in any way in kind of gearing up for that grand opening. Once the branch is is open, uh, we're there to support anyone for any type of uh, you know pro if they're they're offering any type of programming or they have an event, we we're you know we're there to kind of give a helping hand to help promote and, and things like that. I, as a matter of fact, we, we were part of the, the comic expo in January mm -hmm. here. Uh, and we, you know, came in to do registrations and really assist in any way. Uh, we were here for the, uh, the grand opening as well, like coming up with marketing for, you know, giveaways for t-shirts and, and just trying to help in any way that we possibly can. So, um, that's really the way that we support the branches. And, we, you know, we're, we're definitely looking forward to the opening of uh, Lerma coming up soon. Uh, hopefully, maybe at the end of this year, maybe, you know, start of the following year. Yeah, Techport. Techport, Techport as well. That, yeah, that we're looking we're looking to build, build a bibliotech there. So, <clears throat> yeah, we're super excited about that. And then, you know, we'll continue to work, you know, as, as bibliotech expands, we'll will be there to provide any type of support. Yeah. I think a big part is also being in the know of what each branch is offering. Uh, when you check the calendar, obviously every branch has their own programming, mm -hmm. but also uh, like South and West have their GED testing. So I think having accurate information um, and being in the know when you're communicating with people, um, you know, it, it'll, you know, make it, you'll find their branch, like whether they live closer to it and they don't know about it, or if there's like a program that they want to, to know about, or to go to, I think just having accurate information, uh, that's how we can help other branches for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As Carlos, I think Carlos mentioned earlier, directing them towards like a preferable branch for what they're looking to do. That's a great point, especially because people still get us confused with San Antonio Public Library. Yeah. Yeah. We get all that a lot. Yeah. yeah. All the time. It's <laughs> a great point. Yeah. Bible tech. Yeah. Bible tech. Yeah. What the is this bio tech? Yeah. We have people come in. <laughs> Do you also Bibles? Yeah. So, yeah. We don't. We might have some on the resources, though. Yeah. Do you want a library card? Yeah. If you want to check one <laughs> yeah. out, you can yeah. see here. But yeah. So yeah, we once we get past the Bible tech and the you know, biotech, sets, biotech, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of different techs. Uh, yeah. And then of course, you know, uh, I've already got my library card, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, does it look like this? Is it white or mm -hmm. is it purple? Oh, I've got my purple card. I was like, well, yeah. let me tell you. So that's a different card. And then we have to kind of go and, and explain the whole process. And you know, it's not. Um, you know, we we do want to make the point that we're not you know, in competition with SAPL, even though we're compared, that's a great compliment. You know, they've been around forever. They've been around for over a hundred years and uh, Bibliotech is, you know, we're going on our ninth year already. Uh, so it's, it's, we're here to provide the same, re you know, I guess access to the same, you know, uh, resources in a way, you know, books and promote promoting literacy that's really the goal for both entities so uh we're there to kind of you know kind of coexist and just provide mm -hmm. different uh you know resources and and just kind of uh you know ways to access them so right same goals at the same end goals of the day at the end of the day exactly uh is there a favorite event that each of you have that uh you look forward to working every year um 
for me personally, I, I would have to say 92nd Newberry. Mm. And the reason for that is because we put so much work and effort into that into that show and that right. film festival. Um, planning starts maybe like eight months in advance uh, to just get that show just right. Um, it is definitely a team effort. So everybody's pitching in. Uh, you have Shelby doing a lot of the video uh, work, uh, you know, Haciel doing marketing, social media. Really, our entire team gets involved. Uh, so for me, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of work. It's it's I'm not going to lie to you. It's a very stressful process. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but really, everybody pitching in and just seeing the event as it's as, as it unfolds, it's really just very rewarding. And I love at the end of the day, just being able to pack up and then just kind of start thinking about, you know, the next year and mm -hmm. how what we're going to do to improve it. So um, to me, that's a very special event. Um, there's so many different ones. Um, but yeah, that one kind of has a special place for me. And Bibliotech just had their first one last year after kind of being on hiatus from the pandemic, mm -hmm. yes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So unfortunately, uh, due to the pandemic, um, I think we, we missed one year, right? I think uh, it was a 2020... Yes, because we did 2019. 2019, or no, 2021, I think that's the mm -hmm. year that we didn't, we weren't able to do it. Um, but we came back last year, and this is going to be our seventh one, so seventh annual. Even though I've only been to one of them, I think Festive Tales is my favorite. I think it's very laid back. Uh, which park is it at again? McAllister. McAllister Park, yeah, it's fun, and there's a lot of sponsors. They set up their um, their canopies. There's a lot of freebies and there's a lot of dogs. And I have, mm -hmm. I personally have a cat, but I love seeing Aww. like dogs. I get to live vicariously. Just be like, oh, look at all these dogs. Which one would I get <laughs> if I could have a dog? And so they're yeah. cute. And yeah. yeah, there's, you know, everybody's having a good time. So when they come up to you, they want to know about our resources and they're all about it. You know, mm -hmm. it's the best thing that you can ask for instead of, you know, people being grumpy and coming up to you and being like, oh, well, you know, it's not my thing. So, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Do you ever have a, like, hey, where'd Hasio go? He's petting all the dogs right now. <laughs> yeah. He'll be back in about five yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on my lunch, guys. <laughs> like exploring, yeah. Um, yeah, for me, um, I think Muertos Fest was really fun nice. last year, um, particularly because the weather was nice. So um, if we have an event where the weather is really great, like, that's, that's spot on for me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sunny sweater weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was really nice. And also just because, like, culturally, I think it was just, like, a beautiful event. We right. were able to yeah. support a lot of local um, shops and a local artist here. Um, so that was really cool to see. Just, yeah, just to experience that. Yeah, you're there to spend money. At least <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I went shopping before and after the event, so. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Super fun event. I love, that's one of my, that would be my second one. And fifth, Festive Tales, of course, it's top of my list too. Just sounds to me like everyone here has taste. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Carlos, you did touch on this a little bit. Uh, we have 92nd Newberry Film Festival right around the corner. Uh, it's a major event that Bibliotech participates in and you guys do a ton of prep for it. Uh, so what can you tell us about the event uh, for this time around? And you said that We've been participating for about seven years now, right? Seventh years, right. It's going to be seventh annual uh, 92nd Newberry Film Festival. It's going to take place April 22nd uh, this year at the Will Naylor Smith Riverwalk Plaza, which is at the Tobin Center. And it's right next to the Riverwalk. Uh, there's a huge screen out there. It's an outdoor event. Um, last year it was a little warm. Uh, I think we kind of started it was a, hot, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. It, it was. It hot. started out a little late. Uh, this time around, we're actually going to start a little bit earlier. We're starting at 11 a.m. 
Uh, so we'll hopefully avoid the heat. Uh, from It's going to be from 11 to 1230 um, p.m. Uh, it's a free event. Uh, there's free parking. Uh, there's a lot of giveaways. We're, we came up with a new T-shirt design for this year. Uh, we're going to be giving away Fiesta medals. Uh, we have commemorative posters. Uh, we have the techies, which is kind of like our take on the Oscars. So as you know, as the filmmakers are winning diff their different categories, we're giving them techies for, you know, best sound. And, you know, obviously the, the coveted award is, you know, best film uh, for, for their, their categories. Uh, but yeah, we have, we have a lot of fun. And every year, I think to just personally, I think every year we've been able to improve this event and providing something a little bit different. Um, last year, we kind of started this whole kind of a kind of our take on the Oscars type of thing where uh, previous shows, we were just showing, you know, video after video after video. Mm -hmm. So it got, a, you know, it, it, sometimes it can be a, a little bit overwhelming for just to watch videos, you know, about, you know, for an hour. Uh, so we kind of, you know, kind of devised this this new way to approach it where we have different categories people can go and and enjoy that and and it just uh we feel that we're able to kind of uh include more films that way uh so every like every category if it's like a best sound or best costume or adaptation or cinematography things like that um we typically will have about five different uh, nominees and then, of course, there could only be one. So right. at the end of the day. Uh, so that's going to be, you know, um, kind of our, our approach this year. Uh, again, kind of, a same, kind of the same format, but uh, we like to go a little bit bigger every year. You know, we like to kind of just do the one ec little extra thing. Uh, but, yeah, so if, if you are interested in, in attending the show, uh, you can go visit our website, uh, bearbibliotech.org. And you can click on our banner. Uh, it'll send you directly to go and, you know, you can uh, submit for your free tickets. Like I mentioned, it is a free event. And we hope to see everybody there. You know, we're going to have, uh, we're looking at over 100, uh, received, we've received, well, close to about 100 different submissions. Oh, wow. This year. So it's going to be a long process in determining, you know, the best films, mm -hmm. different categories, things like that. So, uh, it's definitely a process that we're going to be embarking on pretty soon. Stay up to date. Follow our social media. All of them. <laughs> all the bibliotheques. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we have a lot of information going out on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, Twitter. So, you know, if you if you want to kind of catch up on the latest latest things that we're doing throughout in outreach uh, or want to find out more about the 92nd Newberry Film Festival, you can visit that. Good to know. Check out Instagram. Give them a follow. There's also fun stuff that gets posted on there. Yeah, absolutely. Every and once in a while, fun stuff. I'm yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back after these messages. Join Bibliotech South every Saturday at 2 p.m. for a pixel art program using Perler Beads to design, express, and share your creativity. This is a program you won't want to miss. And now we're back. Alrighty, so before we get into the lightning round questions, which we should probably change the name because you don't have to answer them like at right. the speed of light. So. Super. Oh, no, it's but, uh, so what are you reading, watching, or listening to currently? Yeah, um, so the last thing that I read was um, The Cabin at the End of the World, which I 
read before I watched Knock at the Cabin. So I was kind of gearing up for that movie and oh, prepping. So, um, yeah, so was, that was that was the last thing I read. Um, I finished that in a day. That was like, yeah, it wasn't too bad. That was like 400 something pages, but mm. finished that in a day because I really wanted to, to read that before I watched the movie. So um, that was the last thing I read. What am I watching? I, I have um, everything everywhere all at once, like oh, on goodness. repeat, oh, nice. on repeat. I am I just movie, obsessed yeah. with that movie and that cast. Um, so I've been watching that. I watched um, I watched The Whale last night. So that one was was pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah, Brendan Fraser. Um, that one was really good. Um, pretty depressing, though. So <laughs> I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, and then listening to, I'm I'm actually going through Depeche Mode's discography because I'm seeing them in April. I was just going to ask you that. So, yes. So, yeah. So, I'm going through that right now. Have you now. seen them before? I have not. This is my <gasps> first time. Yeah. Oh, I yes. missed them the last time and I was like, I'm not going to make this, the same mistake. So, really excited about that. Um, what am I? So, I'm currently not reading anything. Um, I'm afraid to say that. I, just, <laughs> I haven't had the time to really crack open a book. There's a couple books that I, I, I have kind of you know flagged on cloud library that i do need to check out but as far as watching i am watching last of us mm-hmm. i think yes. as, as everyone else mm-hmm. is as well um i'm also watching carnival roll which came back uh somewhat if you haven't seen it it's pretty cool it's kind of like a like a history with fantasy mixed in. It's nice. it's really cool. It's a really cool show. Uh, if you have a chance to check it out, I would definitely recommend that. And then I started watching White Orchid this weekend. I've been hearing a lot about it, and uh, it's really fun. I like White it. Lotus. White Lotus. I was just going to say, White, White Lotus? <laughs> Old Lotus. I thought it was Orchid. Sorry. It's still flower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same difference. I it was the same thing. No, it's okay. So my discipline works in a roulette that I cannot control. So I could say that I'm watching air quote something. I could be watching The Last of Us, but I haven't seen the last three episodes. Oh no! And I think is it the finale? For is finale the finale is this Sunday? Is so this I have Sunday, to watch dude. like three or four episodes yes. before that. One. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get I, on it. Yeah, because I'm having like a watch party at my friend's house. God, there's so much pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yesterday, I actually started reading um, Intuition for Starters because I remember a long time ago I had. Uh, been gifted a book called uh, The Intuitive Way. And so intuition is pretty interesting. Um, it's basically like listening to like that gut feeling and understanding like when something is placed in front of you, like how to approach it. And so I, I barely read like a few pages, but I think it's really interesting. And it's not even that long. It's I think like 120 pages or something. Oh, that's not bad. And so I am really excited to read it. Um, looking forward to it. Um, listening to I'm listening to a lot of things but uh, recommendations uh, I would say a guy named Roosevelt and he's German he's got a deep voice but when he sings um, I've shown Carlos Roosevelt yeah very like funky very cool mm-hmm. um, obviously Depeche Mode mm-hmm. and Thrice I would recommend Thrice very poetic um, and they've got range and they prove that with uh, like Maybe a decade ago, they came out with something called the Alchemy Index. And it's two albums, and each album is split into two. So there's four sections total. And so uh, each section is a different element. And so, for example, uh, with fire, it's going to be a lot of distortion, a lot of like yelling. And then it segues into water, which turns very electronic and mellow. Love that. And then uh, there's wind and water, or wind and air, or wind and uh, earth. And so they're both kind of folky, and I just eat that up. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That and, sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. It shows that they've got range. Yeah, thrice. I've heard of them, mm. but never really given them a try. So yeah, they've been on warp tours and stuff. So they're they're like, they've been around for a while. But I will always recommend them. Yeah. Cool beans. Well, thank you guys. So now we're gonna jump into our uh, fun lightning round questions real quick. So with that, do y'all have any pets? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have a cocker spaniel. Her name is Luna. She's turning two on eight, uh, June seventh. So she's adorable. I love her to death. I have yeah. a cat, and she goes by B, just the letter B. And we've always been a cat family. So it's you know, please forgive me, but I never really know how long I've had my pets because they just like come and go. Some of them just run off and don't come back um but b we've i think we've had about like seven or eight years she's like very um what is it called needs a lot of affection um sometimes it's annoying but you know i love that cat that's your baby yeah (laughs) i don't currently have any pets um but in my area we do have a lot of stray cats um that almost kind of become our pets Mm -hmm. you know they're out there begging for lunch and stuff as if we feed them on a daily basis but um yeah they just show up um so but no i don't i don't have any pets colony of cats you know it happens yes it's literally a colony of cats like we are overrun by cats out there secondhand pet owner yeah (laughs) there you go secondhand pet owner yeah uh any favorite music artists so i don't have a favorite i was trying to think about you know who my favorite music artist is and i listen to a lot of different genres of music so I don't really have one in particular. Um, I was uh, I went to a show this this weekend. Uh, saw the Silver Sun Pickups, which yeah. was a great show. They sounded great live. I I really really enjoyed it. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as you know, I'm not really. I like to dabble as far as music is concerned. So I mean, I'll listen to anything. Yeah. All right, guys, pause the podcast right now. Go listen to Art School Girlfriend. (laughs) I don't know how to describe it, but it's very like uh, minimized music to where it's like simple instrumentation and it's long and droning and the singer sings really well. And oddly enough, it's not just the album, but like the remixes that come out of like those songs, they're all really good. And I would really recommend them. Cool. Um, What I'm listening. Oh, yeah. So I've been. I'm a huge fan of Soundgarden, so they're like my number one band. So I've been listening to Soundgarden, Chris Cornell stuff. Um, I also love Alice in Chains. So I see the pin on the. <laughs> yes, I basically wear everything that I love. So um, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, uh, Prince. Um, I just saw Primus last year. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, which is funny because when I first heard them, I hated them, and I told everybody that I yep. hated them. So and jokes on me. Um, I now love them. Paid for a VIP ticket and everything, meet and greet, whatever. Um, so huge fan of Primus as well. Um, yeah, Prince. Um, I just saw Judas Priest um, in November. So they're one of my favorite bands as well. Um, but yeah, but I, I listen to a mix of stuff. Um, Prince is another top artist. Mm-hmm. I love collecting memorabilia of his. Um, let's see, Prince. Well, who do I have right here? Oh, I also have like Rihanna and and then also like um, I Dress. I don't know if anyone's listened to I Dress before. Um, but he does like lo-fi, R&B, um, kind of stuff like that. Sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a vibe. Yes, yes. He's been featured a lot on like TikTok. Uh, what are some hobbies that y'all have? Um, hobbies? I don't have a lot of time for hobbies, but I do like to, I like to work out after work, which is nice. You go and kind of, you know, release some stress uh, at the gym, which is nice. Um uh, I like to, you know, hang out with my friends on the weekends. I, I play golf from time to time. Uh, 
I go to concerts, uh, listen to podcasts. I, I'm into kind of like um, history, specifically uh, Mexican history. I like kind of like just to hear about the stories and just the different things, uh, kind of how, how, you know, people came to be and, you know, their experiences and things like that. I also listen to true crime a lot, uh, like spooky stuff too, like horror stuff. Uh, so I listen to a lot of different, you know, things, just whatever. I, I like to stay, um, kind of occupied, you know, doing something. I, I have to do something. I have to kind of feed my brain. So anything that can kind of stimulate me, I'm doing it. Cool. Yeah. I liked, I like to write music. I've been so busy recently. I also work out, but I've just, I've been helping out a lot of my friends and I've also been working on personal projects. And so a lot of my life revolves around music, whether I'm helping record, uh, like with video recording, some, some of my friends, um, like friends, like they're artists, uh, writing music and also doing all the prep work, you know, like we release cassettes, so we have to do the artwork for the cassettes and we have to, my friend has to do the ordering. And so there's always something to do. And in a way it's very, that's why I don't watch shows because I'm very busy and I don't have a lot of free time. And that's something that I really want to do. My hobby is having nothing to do, I guess, <laughs> if I were to put it, cause that's like, that's what I don't have a lot of time for. And that's what I want more of mm -hmm. because I'm helping everybody out. But at the end of the day, I get pretty stressed out not having that time to myself so naps <laughs> naps, naps are along with a good nap <laughs> great hobby yeah <laughs> um yeah um for hobbies i mean i'm i'm a film buff so i love you know going to the movies and kind of consuming as much as i can um i also love going to different local markets um i love supporting local artists and mm -hmm. local shops and stuff like that um i also love attending like conventions and stuff like that so cool. yeah conventions meet and greets um, for my favorite people, um, let's see, I also, yeah, I mean, and also, like, going to concerts, like, I'm trying to, you know, stock up on my bands and stuff like that, mm -hmm. so, uh, yeah. what is y'all's favorite restaurant in San Antonio? Um, uh, for me, okay, so I've got, I've got two of them, um, so as far as favorite, this is, okay, not somewhere I frequent a lot, but I think it's been the best meal I've, I've pretty much ever had. Uh, it's a restaurant called Signature. And then there's a second one that I really enjoyed as well. It's called Manchuchu, which is at uh, the Pearl. And it's a French restaurant. It's really, really good. I kind of don't want to divulge, but I'm going to say <laughs> Pancake Joe's. I just don't want the place to blow up. And You're I gatekeeping. Just can't get a table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gatekeeping queen Joe's, over here. I've Pancake been there. Joe's, yeah. 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 They have really great breakfast. I love their pancakes. Super good. They have yeah. an amazing chorizo hash. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's really good. Just anything with pancakes is pancake house is really good. I haven't been there. It's good. It's, I don't know what's going on with their pancakes, <laughs> but they're like, yeah, put, put something on in there. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine, like mine are all on the South side <laughs> where I live. So it's like Nietzsche's and Nietzsche's you know, good. Eddie's taco house is really mm -hmm. good. Um, yes. Yeah, so there's also like roses. It's not a, a restaurant, but it's a food truck and I always recommend it. It's roses, um, roses kitchen. So I highly recommend if anybody's like looking for tacos and stuff and breakfast tacos, they're there out on, um, I think on South Flores um, every morning. So um, yeah, like Mexican food, some of my favorite. I love Italian right. food. I, I have stopped eating fast food and I mostly eat Mexican food. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it looks a little bit healthier. Yeah. And all that bread. For and sure. it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. I can't, I can't go wrong. 
Like, give me a good plate of like cheese enchiladas any day. Uh, Yes. Yeah. 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 I think a huge part of it is just the culture of the Mm -hmm. restaurant. And of course, when you go to Mexican restaurants, you go there for certain things, not just the food, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Atmosphere, everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Again, we have the outreach team with us on this episode today. It was really great having y'all on. Thank you guys again. Thank you. Shelby, Carlos, Haciel. Um, Hopefully, we'll have this episode out soon. And we would love to have y'all again sometime in the future. So by all means, let us know. Cool. But uh, yeah, anything uh, y'all want to say to wrap it up or? I uh, know just uh, we just want to remind everyone about uh, 92nd Newberry happening on April, uh, April 22nd. Uh, you know, check out our website for more information. Uh, you can definitely reserve your seats now. Uh, as, as I mentioned, it's going to be a really good show. Uh, we're going to have a lot of giveaways, uh, good films. It's just going to be a fun time out. And it kind of hits right around Fiesta. So if you want to go and, you know, kind of spend the whole day downtown, you can start out with our show because it's going to be early in the morning. Uh, and then head out to, you know, do all the different cool Fiesta things. Cool, thank cool, you cool. very much. All right. Well, thank you guys again. And uh, this was Bibliotech On Air. I'm Rosanna. And uh, we'll catch you all on the next episode.